0: The Everything Sequel Podcast is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys and Brew Bar. The Everything Sequel Podcast contains explicit language.
1: Because we learned it from you, Dad! And welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Dark Knight edition, I guess I'll say. Does that sound right to you, Tom? I don't know. My name is Michael Shantz. I'm from the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, of course, is Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions. He'll give me an answer to my question right after this. Go, Tom.
0: Do I really look like a man with a plan? I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with it if I caught one.
1: <laughs> it's. It. Did you give a lot of thought as to how much voice you should give that reading?
0: Oh well, n- well no, I just copied Heath Ledger because, <laughs> as with everything in The Dark Knight, his performance is pitch perfect, like yeah. literally and figuratively. Um, Absolutely. I mean, it has to be one of the most lauded performances in recent Hollywood cinema, especially as it was a posthumous performance. But I'm gonna, I, I like have, right. it, having rewatched that movie recently. I think that performance is, if anything, underrated, especially. Yeah. Well, the, and I oh, think it's
1: remarkable yeah. when you think about a performance that maybe dwarfs a performance by jack nicholson right you know yeah yeah i'm or or as at least in that conversation yeah i I was gonna
0: say i'd still i'd still give it to nicholson but there are so many good jokers i mean it's a it's an embarrassment of riches of
1: riches exactly right um all right ladies and gentlemen We are talking about Christopher Nolan's Batman series that starts with Batman Begins, which we will not discuss. Yeah, it's a reboot. Right, it's a reboot. And so we're talking about uh, today, we're going to be, of course, ranking our two sequels, The Dark Knight and The Dark Knight Rises Against Each Other, Tom. And we're going to have to declare them good or bad.
0: Christopher Nolan's Batman um i want to propose uh an addendum all right that at the end of at the end of this uh episode we also we we do a we do a bat rank we rank okay. nolan against burton slash Schumacher <laughs>
1: i'm almost scared
0: to see what you do <laughs> So you know we can give I, everyone a. I'd like to know how high up Batman and Robin goes <laughs> on that list. So we can give everyone a, a you know a greater sense of, um, uh, you know, perspective. One one might say sonar. <laughs> <laughs> Love
1: it. All right. I mean should we just hop into it? Do you want to talk about Nolan's Batman a little bit Yeah, we before... we could how, um
0: how did you find how did you find uh ranking and declaring for this uh this trilogy I suppose we should call it. It's 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 a uh but it's not a trilogy of sequels.
1: No, true. The series is a trilogy, yeah. but it's this. A... We've got a a, a duo of duo Okay, sequels. yeah. How how did you A dynamic duo of sequels. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nailed it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Terrible. Yeah. I should retire. (laughs) Like Batman does. Like Batman does, (laughs) I would say, conservatively five times in these two movies. Yes,
1: exactly. All right. Well, To answer your question, it was pretty easy for me. The whole thing?
0: Well, wait, what are we talking about? Ranking and good and bad was all easy for you? Ranking's easy. Good, bad is hard. That is the correct answer. I found it exactly. I, yeah. f- I found exactly the same problem. So, uh... Okay. It, well, it'd be in- interesting if, if we have the same problem, but different reasons why we have the same problem. All right. <laughs> I don't think so, though. Well, that's, I can't. I, uh-huh. I, I, I get, you know, having having watched several Batman movies with and parallel to you <laughs> in the last few <laughs> weeks, yes. uh, I have a pretty good sense of you know what what you think is good Batman. Well, and that was you know, speaking to that point,
1: I can appreciate. More than one style of Batman. You have to, right?
0: Yeah. Or right. you're gonna hate <laughs> like sixty percent of it, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. No, okay. I, I agree. Well, I mean, oh, some kind of over an overall thought about Christopher Nolan's Batman compared to the the, the Burton Schumacher era, and maybe mm-hmm. even. The Snyder era as well. Um, I, we talked in the in the previous in our previous Batman series about what I kind of admired about those movies was that like overall there was a push and pull towards comic book Batman and 1960s TV Batman. Yes. Here I think even in even in Tim Burton's dark right vision of Batman, that's still absolutely. And here I think part of nolan's project was to purge 60s tv batman from batman absolutely uh and i actually think
1: i see it a couple of times in the dark knight but yeah
0: but not really, yeah no, no, i barely yeah um but i think i think uh you know if there is any of that any remnants of that 60s tv batman it's all in batman begins and by the time we get to like the Mm -hmm. midpoint of dark knight it's it's kind of it's been cleansed of of that um of any of those connotations although what's kind of quite interesting is that there are there are numerous moments from the dark knight rises which are unironic and probably unknowing callbacks to things that happen in the 60s tv batman with with no humor or pantomime or style oh yeah yeah. (laughs) um like all lacking all the elements other than the content of it um but i was also surprised to see like i you know i kind of divided this and uh you know the previous bat cycle um but there's a lot of callbacks to especially the burton movies Like, I was very surprised to see a lot of the same set pieces crop up again and again. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. handled very, very differently. But... Right. uh, But
1: I I know what you're saying. Absolutely. All right. Do I assume we're on the same page, ranking-wise? Let's find out. I'm Dark Knight Rise. Or, sorry, whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Almost, no, we I are am, not on the I, same page. I almost, I almost fucked some shit up there. I got, That's the other thing. I'm about sorry, this I got to take your first easy. answer.
0: No. <laughs> if you were on The Price Is uh, Right, I'm you fine. can't suddenly like go fifty thousand. <laughs> no, twenty-five thousand. <000. laughs> anyway, go ahead.
1: Apologies. Yeah. apologies 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 no. to taste on the top of my list is the dark knight yes <laughs> followed by the dark knight rises is of the course. correct answer and that's yeah to me there's there's there there is no other way of looking at it
0: no i i i would go as far as to say that um that the dark knight is the peak of this particular trilogy also yeah Uh, there's much I like about Batman Begins, but I think it's a far, it's a far better movie. I agree. But I really enjoy, I mean,
1: I, I, you know, in prep, I watched Batman Begins again before I watched the two sequels. (laughs) You are, you are like, you are a glutton for punishment. Because that's who I am. I know. (laughs) But I hadn't seen
0: it in a long And I'm saying that as the person who watched Batman v Superman twice in two days <laughs> so I, I know punishment more, more at least three right didn't you watch it last night too i no i i, I limited we just, for those who are wondering didn't you watch it in we prep and then we just did a and then watch, did a watch along me? uh for batman v superman not versus superman batman v superman batman v uh, and a bunch of other titles which i can't can't be bothered to remember um <laughs> no, I just watched us. I couldn't face watching the movie again. Oh I, wow. I, no. Yeah, I'd I'd literally ra- rather <laughs> this is how much I enjoyed that particular movie. I'd rather just sit and watch the two of us in our res- the two of us in us our respective closets. <laughs> at least at least we're not moving. At least, at least great. our cameras yes. aren't constantly in motion. Anyway. Oh my
1: gosh, that uh, Snyder cut, by the way, could have gone from four hours to two hours just if you cut the all the slow motion. And but
0: that's not. And that's, that's not what we're talking about. Well, today. no, but that's not irrelevant because I, I think I think both of both the movies we're we're about to discuss could uh, could use some trimming, to put it lightly.
1: Mhm.
0: I was shocked to see
1: how long Dark Knight Rises is. Yeah, and it like my shoulders slumped. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I had to get to that Well, movie, I also you know? made you
0: pay to watch it. Because That's true, there's movie. a So you pay twice. <laughs> you 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 loo- you lose an <laughs> afternoon of your life and you have to pay exactly. like 4 bucks or whatever it is. <laughs> um but it, it, the str- strangest i mean you, the strangest thing where it's like the only batman movie that isn't available to watch for free yeah it, that is really weird to me by the way and i i get you know they're relying on people being completists because we have to watch it for for yes. professional purposes but i you know i professional is a strong word tom for se- for semi professional pur- purposes all right hey i fun. got a mic guard now and a fluffy thing to put over my mic i'm a podcaster hell yes you you you're watching like you're watching 300 hours of movies a week for your various endeavors in podcasting if we're if we're not professionals no one no one is <laughs>
1: So let's get, I'm just saying there are several times throughout our podcast that we probably should issue apologies for our sound quality.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but until Christopher Nolan issues that apology for these movies, true, I, I I'm, I'm happy to offset that for a while. Oh, I put that one on the T for yeah. you. How happy are you?
1: <laughs>
0: I got a lot to say. This is a this is a nothing less. we will be talking about audio and sound quality more than i think in any other episode we do. <laughs> All right, so we both say we both have the
1: same ranking. We both we agree that The Dark Knight is at the top of the list. The Dark Knight Rises is on the bottom of the list. Obviously, we're both going to call The Dark Knight a good movie, correct. correct, and so our problem is whether or not we're going to say The Dark Knight Rises is good or yeah, bad. Yeah, we, we've we I think uh, we've had we've had this similar we've journeys. been alluding to, we've
0: had similar journeys. Um, I you know, just to before we get to that, um, I guess the question I have about The Dark Knight is that is it is it a good movie or a great movie? I know that's not part of our rankings, but it's a question that. I mean, it was automatically, without thinking, a good movie for me. Yeah, but I have serious questions about whether whether it's a um, a great movie. But it it, it That's bounces between good and great, like a like a game of pong, for me. Well, and I think my
1: I think my opinion on that has changed over time. When I first saw it. The first day in the theater that I saw The Dark Knight, I was driving home, saw another movie theater, stopped and went and saw it again. Interesting. (laughs) That's how great I thought it was the first time I saw it. Did you watch it it in
0: IMAX? Yeah. I'm going to say, it's hard to get past that level of spectacle and... That, yeah, that right. the IMAX camera work in The Dark Night, and you know this may have been this may be forgotten because most people won't, you know, whether watching it at the theater or, um, on home video or streaming, won't be. Yeah, he famously destroyed a camera. Right. They won't be watching it in, in IMAX, one of five in the this world. Was, this movie was <laughs> was intended as a showcase for that technology, um, right? And you know, seeing. I, I, similarly, I, I saw it in, you know, I had to go to a special movie theater um, to see it in IMAX, uh, where I also the same, I, <laughs> I packed it into a double bill with Kung Fu Panda, which I do recommend, <laughs> That's delightful. I do recommend, I don't know under what circumstances you would get to see Kung Fu Panda in IMAX, but I really recommend you see that movie in IMAX, it, I you now watched it on TV with my son recently and it's like this yeah. is, this isn't this is an IMAX level movie in terms of spectacle. Anyway, that's just a side note. That's but, great. Um... <laughs> Love it. Uh I was happy to go down that yeah. side route. So I think I yeah, yeah. Um but I think I've gone So yeah, so on a first hmm. viewing I thought it was a great movie.
1: And I lamented that it didn't get a best picture nomination at that time yeah yeah but i also i'm not sure that i'm in love with the idea that that that's what kind of gave rise to having more than five best picture nominees and it might be anywhere from five to
0: ten now usually it's in the neighborhood of eight wow we're getting some serious film history here yeah. we got, we got the rise of IMAX, so, the decline of the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> well,
1: I don't know. Like, I mean, so so for you, does this movie stay no. great
0: officially, or is it just very? I'm gonna good? say very. I'm gonna I'm gonna middle out on.
1: I think that's where Very I am good.
0: too. The only and we we will get to this but the really the only thing that ever gives me pause is Heath Ledger's performance. Because yeah. I, you know because I think that's what the whole movie hinges on. They, you know they they said that no one in soccer came closer to single-handedly winning a World Cup for a team than Diego Maradona for Argentina and I think, 86. Mm-hmm. I would argue no one has come closer to single-handedly making a movie that is not great, great, than Heath Ledger.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I will agree with that completely, I think. However, we've got to talk about The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> we do.
0: <laughs> I think you were just... Putting it off. Yeah, for a yeah, while. I didn't, I, 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 didn't want to get there. So l- let me hear your thoughts, because I'm interested to know okay. if they're s- similar to mine. Here's here's
1: <laughs> me back then and me now. 2012, Mike. 2012. Michael Shantz thought. Michael Shantz did not want to admit. That this
0: was not a good movie. Oh, Mike, you are speaking my language. Yeah. this is. I phrased I, it to myself, because, you know... I, <laughs> I'm a lonely individual. <laughs> I phrased it to myself in my mind in exactly the same way. I don't want to yes. give up that this is not good. Right. <laughs> because...
1: At that time, everybody's still, this is fucking great, and it's even longer, and I, you know... You, you weren't hearing a lot of people saying that
0: this is a bad movie. You are hearing a lot of people saying, I can't hear it. <laughs> except for the parts that I can hear too much. <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's true. It just kind of... it. I felt that it just kind of skimmed by without too much um, you know like uh, people not delving into what this movie actually was and sort of right. just just sort of like going well you know it's kind of a satisfactory end to the trilogy they had to wind it up yes somehow right. and this is as good a way as any I, that's that that was the kind of tone for me is, of the criticism around this movie uh, but when you when you look at it as an individual piece of filmmaking, it becomes that that position uh-huh. becomes very difficult to maintain.
1: Yes, I agree. I mean, looking at my notes, The Dark Knight has a ninety four percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The Dark Knight Rises has an eighty seven percent. So it dipped, but that's not a big dip. I mean, this movie was universally Critically popular.
0: I I do wonder as well if a big part of that is is Nolan trying to I was just going to say to recreate so much of what he did in the Dark Knight that people will almost forget which movies which.
1: I you might you might have a point there, but I think that because of the Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan ever since has been put into a position of you cannot speak ill of Mr. Nolan (laughs) that I think still exists. I think there's a hubris now Mm. that exists. Take a look at all the nonsense with Tenant. Right. (laughs) I mean, that movie was supposed to be released last summer in July, and it was a... A hard Nolan, oh, no, we're releasing it on July 7th or whenever it was supposed to come out. Mm. That's that's the day (laughs) we're doing it. Followed by, oh, you're saying I can't. Well, then August and we're doing it, (laughs) you know, and it just kind of got pushed back and pushed back. And it was as though he couldn't believe somebody would deign to not let him release his movie exactly when he wanted and that a billion ticket sales dollars worth of people wouldn't go see it in a pandemic
0: yeah i was gonna say it's not it's not the time to you know um i i realize that christopher nolan has a bee in his bonnet about people seeing movies on film and in theaters but Mm -hmm. uh which i agree with him on but i was gonna say now that you know that that wasn't the the time to really push that argument on people To really insist yeah. that people gather to the detriment of their safety. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: exactly right. <laughs> uh, so at anyway, at any rate, I think the Dark Knight is so strong a movie that it uh, it it has made him almost unassailable when the Dark Knight Rises comes out. But I remember thinking at that time, this movie is not as good, and I. But like I said, I I think I didn't enjoy it, but never wanted to admit that to myself even.
0: Yeah, it has the essence of quality without any quality. (laughs) Yes, and so that's the thing. is, So when you're declaring this movie officially as good
1: or bad, there is still so much quality filmmaking in this
0: movie. But I don't know that that's enough to call this a good movie. I don't even know if I could argue that necessarily. I mean... Maybe it's just that, you know, there's enough in the dark, there's an enough virtuoso brilliance, whether it's in the acting or the direction or even some of the writing in Dark Knight that you just don't notice that there's a fundamental incompetence behind some of the filmmaking. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I guess in Dark, in dark Knight Rises, I, I spend a lot of the time thinking, you know, Christopher Nolan needs better technical people around him, especially in the world, especially in the sound arena. So I don't even know as I go as far as saying that there's qu- that like quality. F- well, quality. I suppose vi- visually, it's on. Un- I think it's, it's unassailable, but just as interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I I'll be. I'll I'll put my hat in the ring and say I I think this is a bad movie. I think I'm on the
1: same page. And even now, it makes me feel
0: uncomfortable saying that. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I said Batman and Robin is a good movie. (laughs) Imagine how I feel saying The Dark Knight Rises is a bad movie. Talk about hubris. (laughs) That's... You are not wrong about that, my friend. So, yeah, it, it yeah and in but in the but that's but
1: it, it literally i'm on the tightrope I, I mean you I, know, get I, you. I could put one toe yeah. on i could dip a toe on other I, on one side or the other. you know other. what i
0: had in the back of the of my mind that kind of made me think that i could always fall back on this position and call it a good movie it was that this is the mo- kind of movie i could put on on a Sunday afternoon while I'm folding laundry or doing ironing or something and just have there as a kind of passable, enjoyable movie. And, you know, to me, that's a good movie. Watching it, for the, again, for these mm-hmm. purposes, you, directly after The Dark Knight, thinking of it in totality of, you know, as a single movie and also as the end of a trilogy, I, I didn't get any of that. It wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't fun. Batman and Robin is a that's the other movie. thing
1: is it's devoid of fun. There's humor in <laughs> it. The black the dark hole night. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is sucking up fun like a
0: black hole. But like it, fun cannot exist in the dark knight And rises. for some weird reason and this is such a minor part of the movie I don't know why I was hitching my wagon to this particular star. But I was just like, I just remembered, oh, there's that really cool scene with Ben Mendelssohn, who's a you know character actor I love. Yeah. Me too. And I completely Mandela affected that that was a cool scene. <laughs> because it was Ben Mendelssohn. And, and at the end, I'm like, I, think am I, I was am thinking, I thinking in my of mind, Rogue One? what scene are you I was talking like, about? I'm thinking of, of his scene in Rogue One. I think I am. I think you're... I was just going to say, you must be thinking Rogue One. There's nothing cool about this, and I ended up thinking that, you know, he's one of the many characters in both movies who, you know, could have seen the cutting room floor and would be none the worse. That's not yeah. That's not on him. I love that actor. No. But Absolutely. this is no killing me softly. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: so... I, I, all right, so we're both Yeah. We're both on the bad side, are we? I think
0: I'm really happy to hear that you had all the same thoughts because I thought I was being unfair to a movie that would it was, you know, a movie like this is always hard to make. The fact that yeah. it's the end of the trilogy compounds that the fact that an actor who you were probably going to bring back and rescue the movie again died. <laughs> right? I mean, the way he... Right. The, the, what happens to the Joker character in Dark Knight... I wouldn't have said this at the time, but having... But having, I wouldn't have said this before the Dark Knight. I would have said that... it, Obviously, it matters. It, obviously, I don't want Heath Ledger to have died. But in terms of the Dark Knight, I didn't think that going into the movie that that Joker character was going to last beyond the movie. Oh, I but see. But the yeah. way that his story ends up, I'm like, I think they want to keep him in the... Uh, yeah, they want to keep him up their sleeve as a kind of like a Hannibal Lecter character. It was my thinking. Mm-hmm. So I think that really fucked them. And there's something weird going on with. We, I mean, we talk about this in the next episode, but I, I think they're pl- they're planting seeds of origin stories that they never followed up on of villains. Mm, interesting. Um, and they, so this was a real so for whatever reason, whether it was just he's, he's Ledger dying and that upsetting the balance of things, I mean, that happens. Look at Carrie Fisher in the Star Wars movies. That they just decided right. to go in a totally different direction. Um, and, you know, Bane, Bane is a left turn in so many ways. Yeah. Um, So, I'm sympathetic to this, the circumstances of making this movie and making a good movie out of it. But, you know, I have, and again, this goes back to the the Batman and Robin, why I call Batman and Robin a good movie, why I'm calling this a bad movie, is I had fun with that movie. Whereas Mm -hmm. Dark Knight Rises, I think, it's devoid of fun, but also, you know, it, it, it wants to punish you for even thinking about having fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so you're so right. that's why in the end when, I can
1: when the biggest when the biggest joke is a football player running across a football field that's exploding behind him. I, I love that you fun... described that as
0: a joke. I love that you yeah. described that as a joke. <laughs> because only in this movie could such a horrible moment of, of humanitarian Right atrocity be seen as a joke. But you're right. You're right.
1: Yes. <laughs> uh all right. Well, so really quickly, do you want to oh, rank yeah. the two series against each other? Uh, okay. Are so do do you want to do just sequels still, or are you including the originals too in this particular? No, ranking? let's just stick with
0: sequels. All right. Go. You, you do. You, do you want me to go first? Yeah. Sure. Go ahead. Uh, Batman Returns. No surprise there. Top on, Top on, on the, the list. list. Um, Dark Knight. So where I think that is that easy for you by the way again when it gets to dark it's it's only about dark knight rises and batman and robin okay. so you know you you so know, I, know batman I, forever's going I'm on really the bottom I'm really close of my list. on
1: batman returns and dark knight I could invert them
0: whoa very, oh no no them oh this is great because them having done a an identical ranking, now we're really getting to the heart of what, of our different feelings. No, I would never, never, never do that. Never? No, no, no. no. In okay. no universe would that happen.
1: I am on your side, and Batman Returns is, is at the top yeah. of my list, but, I mean... Before I'd watched that movie, if you'd asked me this two months ago, I probably would have said Dark Knight. I, I would have said Dark Knight. So... <laughs> Thanks to the podcast and the rewatch, Batman Returns top of my list then The Dark Knight. So then what do <laughs> I do? <laughs> well then then I would go back because I am I am bad movie bad movie bad right. movie for Batman forever. Batman and Robin and The Dark Knight mm. Rises.
0: Well I'm going to go and Robin Dark Knight Rises, Batman Forever, right on the bottom. Wow. And it's not just the good and bad disparity that makes me rank it that way. As as, as those who have listened to this podcast before knows, I have... <laughs> my rankings and my good and bads don't always match up. Um... But, you know, I just, I think about the experience of, like, I know we disagree on this, but I'm like, what did this movie set out to do? What should it be doing? How did it uh, achieve or not achieve that?
1: Yeah, but I think you're, um, I think the one thing, I think you can, like, we always cut the head off the snake, right? So we're not, you know, we're, we're not talking about Batman or Batman Begins. Hmm. And I think you're really good at separating movies from their original, you know, one of the reasons I hated Batman and Robin so much is because we're so far removed from those first two Batman movies <laughs> that I find it unforgivable. I did at that time and I I had a hard time of letting that go until I talked to you and you, you know, you might have rightly so said. Batman and Robin's
0: not trying to be anything other than what it is. I think. And I think you're not wrong about I that. Think, uh, I think. I think is generous. It's. It's. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm. Not I'll enough uh, for me to call it a good movie. I'm not insane like you. Yeah. But I think. I think we need to go. You know, we need to Obi Wan it and say from a, from a certain point of view. <laughs> But I, yes. I would say I would say Dark Knight Rises is more and Batman Forever are more objectively bad movies that like when you set aside the fact that I think you're alone on that count. But <laughs> oh. I mean, within the world, you
1: might have convinced me I'm I'm I am I think I'm I'm just babbling right now because I, I don't want to say <laughs> how the rest of my list plays go, out. Go for it. Go for it. Put it out there oh tom i i don't know what to do go with your heart whatever's on your tongue i don't hate
0: batman forever no. as much as you do but i hate it you didn't watch it on a plane in 1995 that's why <laughs> that's true all right oh god
1: Because I see, oh my God! I I want to say the Dark Knight Rises is next. That's fine. That's what any sane person would do, Mike. <laughs> I know, but I might not be right. <laughs> like I'm thinking still. I'm. I think I still am like Dark Knight Rises, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Even though you have
0: brought me onto your side on Batman and Robin, but you like things about Batman Forever. Yeah, and you like things about Dark Knight Very Rises, few, I assume. But... Yeah, I think that's fair. We've got to have like a control experiment. I feel like I can <laughs> Like, like, yeah, exactly. what would most people say? <laughs> I think
1: most people are gonna. I think I. You know, we are, we're we I think we're gonna catch shit about the Dark Knight Rises.
0: I want to. I want to hear what people, most people are on our I wanna side. I want to hear but... what people think is is good about that movie. Me too. And I also, I also want to hear what people think is kind of unassailably good about Dark Knight beyond Heath Ledger, because I have problems mm-hmm. with that movie. Many, many, many and varied problems with it. All right, well we're going to get into it. All the right. The first scene of the movie is not one of them. <laughs> <laughs> no. If this was a fi- if Dark Knight was a 5 minute movie, it would be the best movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, officially
1: you and I are both ranking Dark Knight on top, Dark Knight uh, Rises on the bottom, and we are both saying Dark Knight good. Dark Knight Rises, bad. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have a differing opinion, please seek us out. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram or Twitter. Please send us an email to everythingsequel at gmail.com. We will read your email on the air. All right.
0: That's it, Tom. For Tom Unless Stewart of and Whistle
1: Productions...
0: Unless What's you're a that? terrorist. Unless you're clearly a terrorist <laughs> who wants to get something out there. Just thought I'd add that. Well done.
1: <laughs> we gotta draw a line in the sand somewhere, don't we? Alright, for Tom Seward of Alonso Whistle Productions, I am Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. We're gonna be coming at you next time for the 2008 film,
0: The Dark Knight. Say goodbye, Tom. These conversations used to end with an unusual request. Nice. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused you ordered a Guinness. But in beer destinations like San Diego the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook, they're on Instagram. They'll try new beers, they'll tell you about beers. Think of them as your beer sherfers, guiding you up a foamy headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer. If you're anything like me, you spend the majority of the day wondering whether you want coffee, beer or wine. Whichever way you fall, Brew Bar has you covered. Located in the heart of Third Avenue Village in glorious downtown Chula Vista, California, which is also my neck of the woods, Brew Bar is a coffee shop, bar and eatery rolled into one delightful package. Tim and Alex run the place and let me tell you listeners, these guys know their coffee. And after you've been in their company so will you. They turn me on to pour over and it's literally all I drink now. If for some crazy reason you don't want to try the best coffee in the world they've got espresso drinks all kinds of teas and even coffee cocktails you heard me coffee tails. and we're just getting started bottle service on craft beer and wine alcoholic and caffeinated potions an all-day food menu with plenty of vegan options all served up in an atmosphere hip enough to know you're getting the best quality, but not too hip that you feel the need to drive to 7-Eleven and get a bucket of brown swill. Brewbar. It's the best place to be for beer, wine, coffee and tea. And if you go, you might even see me.